0: Welcome back to Black Girl Asouettes, it's your girl Snobby, and today we are talking about hair. But before we get into hair, I just, I gotta adjust the cap in over Serena's um, get-up. First of all, she looked great. We stand Serena over here, Serena always looks great, I loved it. But a lot of commentary that i seen on the socials was like, Serena invented this look. <clears throat> Here's what you're not gonna do. You're not going to not use your fucking Googles. You're not going to not give Queen Flojo the do. You're not going to not give the track girls the do. Not as long as this track girl is walking planet Earth, okay? We got that look from the good sis, Queen Flojo. Now, Serena did a fantastic job paying homage. I mean, honestly, Serena's body is amazing. she... If anybody was gonna set that look out, it was the good sis Serena and she did that look stellar. But y'all not gonna act like Serena invented that shit. Like the capping was super heavy. No. The track girls been serving y'all looks for a very long time. So let's be clear and let's get it together. The track girls have literally made you look as comfortable, also serving looks. So you will always give the track girls their due. Let's be really clear on that. I don't wanna have to revisit this for y'all. But I will if I need to. Anyway, let's get into it about this hair. <clears throat> Gorilla Glue Girl woman is a buffoon. I'm sorry, not sorry. <laughs> like, yeah. We call spades a spade around here, even even when we have to call each other out. Um it was it was stupidity. And the way y'all were capping on the socials, like, they were like literal tweet think pieces on how this is how black women are targeted no this is in fact not how black women are targeted and you are not going to bring black women as as an entity as a unit into one human being doing something completely asinine someone had wrote um you know they should not have made their product to look like a similar product that is commonly used by African American women. And I'm going to be very honest with you. I don't know which product came first. I, I'm almost three thousand percent. Gorilla Glue was around first. So, who made whose product look like what? Right. I. Also, it, it, we're keeping it one thousand. I never heard of Gorilla Gel, until. This woman put Gorilla Glue in her hair. I come from a family with a lot of construction workers in it. My mom's in construction. Um, I'm very familiar with Gorilla Glue. I keep Gorilla Glue in my house. Okay, everyone. (laughs) Everyone in my family is is familiar with Gorilla Glue. Uh, So the concept of someone even thinking that, oh, this is a go-to for my hair is asinine to me. It's completely insane. If you've ever used Gorilla Glue yourself, you know how super adhesive that product is. The minute you touch it, you will lose skin. Your fingerprints will forever be altered. Please do not use that as a means to commit crime. And if you do, don't say that you learned that shit here. But yeah. So the fact that sis thought, oh yeah, well, let me go ahead and spray this in my hair does not now make this a black woman problem. It makes this a not bright woman's problem. And then everybody, uh not everybody, but you know, a lot of people were just, oh, how could y'all be joking about this? And you know, this is what I'm saying when I say y'all don't y- y'all don't care about black women, I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm gonna stop you right there. This woman sprayed gorilla glue in her hair, reasonably deduced that she could not get this gorilla glue out after trying to wash her hair multiple times. Um and her first call was was not to the hospital. She picked her phone up and made a TikTok. (laughs) She picked her phone up and made a video about it. Why should I be more alarmed than she is? She's clearly not that alarmed. She's not that alarmed. She did not call 911. She made a video. She wanted the attention. She got it. That's the thing about attention. You can't dictate how it's going to play out because all attention isn't good attention. But if you want some attention, oh, I can assure you, you're going to get it. Sorry, guys, my allergies are killing me today. <sighs> They're killing me often, but today is especially a crappy day. Anyway, so, so don't, don't try to put the onus all on the rest of us, like, oh, we don't, we don't care about Black women because we're not or or catering to someone who did something completely idiotic like put Gorilla Glue in their hair and then be a TikTok about it. No, y'all be capping, y'all be chasing clout and then dumb shit happens to you and then you want the rest of us to be up in arms. I got real sh- I got real shit going on in my life. And the last I checked, black people got real shit going on in these United States of America and the globe. So no, I'm not about to, I'm not marching against Gorilla Glue. I'm certainly not protesting against Gorilla Glue because someone chose to be completely ridiculous and try to get a little name for herself i just I, I was befuddled shout out to dr obang who got the gorilla glue out of her hair um shout out to him for doing it for free um i mean that's just black excellence personified because i'll be honest one i didn't think it was ever going to be out of her hair too i thought if someone was able to do it that she would certainly be bald I didn't think they would be able to preserve any of her hair additionally i didn't think they would be able to preserve any of her hair follicles so i also didn't think she'd be able to grow any hair anymore and so i guess um she may have reasonably deduced that as well um, and started a GoFundMe because that's what everyone does now, right? Something happens, so I need to go fund me because I can't in any way sustain my own life of not having hair. So I need to go fund me. I, I just, I don't even, I don't understand the logic behind her even setting up a GoFundMe. So <clears throat> Apparently, the GoFundMe was because she thought she wasn't gonna have any hair, and she was gonna need to buy wigs. And the GoFundMe was supposed—it was supposed to be—the uh, goal was to raise fifteen hundred dollars. <sighs> Y'all, no. a GoFundMe for wigs, and you're not a destitute cancer patient. Since I know you fucking lying, not my hard-earned money. <laughs> Not on my watch. Not on my watch. I thought it was ridiculous. I thought it was ridiculous. So then, you know, true true to cap form, true to cap, honestly, this shit is new era. Like, I I now understand why the cap company is called new era. Because this is a new era of fucking lunacy. People start donating. People start donating, you know. they're they're saying their donation is rooted in wanting to make sure she can afford um, surgery if that's what it comes to um, or whatever else is attached to it. She ends up getting the surgery for free. She raises $20,000 approximately on GoFundMe. You know that you can turn GoFundMe off, right? Like if the goal was to raise fifteen hundred dollars for these specific purposes, once you hit your goal you can deactivate GoFundMe so that you don't receive any more donations. I'm trying to understand what is happening with this $20,000. Now I have not um, looked back into it since the first video I seen after her surgery. So I am going to hope for the best that sis is doing something good with the money for others and not herself or that she's returning the money because she didn't need to pay for that surgery, and she still has her hair. Another thing that irked me was after the fact, she's like upset that she had to lose her ponytail. First of all, that Kanekalon <laughs> ponytail you had since you could buy another one. That's number one. And I don't know if I pronounced that synthetic hair shit right, but y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, number two, you should be mad that you lost your damn common sense because clearly you lost that a long time ago and you thought Gorilla Glue was a goddamn answer. Thirdly, the 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 I don't even know if entitlement's the right word, but it's really just, I don't know, more so like a sense of, I, I feel like a sense of privilege that after the, Dr. O'Ban has done this really, really amazing thing for you for free, um, that that your response would be about your damn ponytail. <laughs> what? Do you know how many people probably really need a surgery right now, like for some real shit? and and. And you were blessed and fortunate enough to get a free surgery for your own stupidity. And I just, I can't. And then one of the other things that really pissed me off, um, I've switched to the phone today, blue phone, same effect as the blue book. And y'all know when you see it that I mean business. Um, Someone had wrote in their capping that um, this is also basically part and parcel to a lot of what black women have to deal with to maintain what is, you know, quote unquote presentable hair, um, quote unquote um acceptable hair and no, this is not what that is. Is that a real thing? Absolutely. Is that what this is? No. I'm sorry. You're not gonna convince me that you think what um, what we're all arguing over and fighting about when we say, um, when we say that you know corporate America tries to whitewash our look, that this hairstyle was a lie to that, right? Because <laughs> it wasn't like that's not a she didn't get that hairstyle because she's trying to fit into corporate America. She had a sawoop and a ponytail that went past her damn hip, and it was to the side. That's I, I promise you. I promise you. Corporate America isn't trying to force that look on us. That's not the look they're trying to force on us. So don't try to make any like analogous comparison because there isn't. There really isn't. Like, like stop capping. But um that is a real thing. That is a real thing that we face with, you know, trying to make our hair acceptable and presentable for corporate America and all of these other, you know, white German spaces. And so this past week I had the very I had the benefit, the good benefit of being on um being on a virtual fireside chat with two really amazing impressive uh black women and it was hosted by uh the Northeast Women in Public Finance. Um shout out to my girl at Bronx Budget Girl for the invite. It was it was amazing. I mean, they dropped a lot of gems, and it, it really just was an enriching um, experience. Um, and the topic was how to uh, progress, basically, you know, through the ranks of, of your job, um, while finance is, is obviously majority of their backgrounds it's applicable everywhere it's applicable across across um industries and they were just basically talking about you know as black women how do we move up how do we navigate these corporate cultures how do we navigate these corporate spaces so very inherently um hair came up as as something that that is always an issue with us um and valerie uh her name is valerie eric uh, Rainford. First of all, super impressive woman. Look her up, Google her. I, I I can't even thank her enough for the wealth of knowledge she imparted on us, and and just um, the gems that she was dropping. And and for being another Bronx girl. So so shout out to Valerie for for being dope. Um, and and this this meeting in particular was like um, uh, the conversation felt very geared towards upper management people and people who are looking to move further up in upper management and move into C suites and things like that. So so and I give you that background just because um of of where this conversation that I'm having with you is about to go. I, I want you to be clear that this is not, you know, this conversation wasn't geared towards someone who's entry level who probably is going to need to make a lot of a lot more sacrifices. Um than someone who's kind of ha- who kind of has um, an established resume and and kind of has a name in their industry or in their company and things like that, right? So just that it's it's an important piece of information, just just for context. Um, so Valerie was talking about what and what Valerie does now uh, is Valerie is uh, I forget how she words it, but she's basically um, someone. She's a coach. And she's a talent coach and and like like a career guide i i don't i forget the exact term that she uses for it, but that's essentially what she does right She helps people and companies you know figure out how to retain good talent how to you know how to best utilize good talent she other she teaches individuals you know how to how to sell yourself how to market yourself is a better way to put it excuse me um you know how to navigate these spaces, how to move up in these spaces and the sorts. And um, she's doing well. (laughs) Sis is definitely where the money resides. (laughs) Let's be clear. And so uh, she she gave this example of... I forget which woman she was talking about, but basically the woman was um, upper level C-suite and shows up in her braids. And she was like, you know, that's always an amazing thing for younger black women in those spaces to see. That That is a thing that's to be valued. Um, and that's also important. She was like, but it's not as important as the work. And I, you know, my immediate mindset was, is she devaluing like the importance of being able to show up as yourself? And I was like, you know what, well, girl, shut up and listen, just take take everything in because she may not be done with her train of thought yet. Right. So as I'm listening um, and, and also because it's something that I, I say often, so I my I disagree with myself, right. I always harp on the work. I always focus on the work and, um, and I, and, and also I judge people who don't, focus on the work so so i was like am i disagreeing with myself it just it kind of put my own um my own thoughts and ideals into a different light and, and just kind of gave me um pause right so she's uh she's going back into she's going through her her what she's saying and and she, her point is you know these are spaces that Don't want us, right? These are these are not spaces that want us. And while it is very important to make those socio-political stands of being able to just show up as yourself, the way you are positioned to do that is by focusing on the work. You need to be able to sell your skill set more than your argument of. I have the right to show up as me. Yes, you should absolutely have the right to show up as you in the year of our Lord, 2021. We should not need laws about our hair, but here we are. And that exists, right? That's a real thing. There are literally laws to give black women permission or black people permission to come to work as themselves. Ridiculous. The fuck is that is so It's not to discount that, but her her larger point was you don't get to show up at all if you don't got the resume, if you don't got the substance to actually get in the door. You worried about a seat at the table. And I'm telling you, you're not even going to get the address to the building where the table's at if you don't back it up with the work. And so I was glad that I just listened and kind of, didn't try to chime in with my own questions and, and, and commentary and just listen. Um, because I, I don't disagree with her, I I, I I don't disagree with her at all. I think that, I, but I, I feel like those two things have to exist with the same energy, they gotta exist with the same energy. You have to do the work, you have to make sure that you have the substantive background to back it up concurrently. You have to advocate for yourself as a person the same way you advocate for yourself as um as a as a professional so yeah i i have to be able to walk in the door and say listen i've been An attorney for this amount of years you know i worked in these spaces you know i've done this i've done that this is my resume this is my background you know this is how you can verify that i am the talent that i say i am additionally i also need to be able to come into a space and say i am a black woman this is how i present myself i don't present myself as you know whatever version of you you thinking a professional Uh, attorney should look like. I'm not randomly perming my hair for your edification. If I want to perm my hair, then by all means, I'm going to go ahead and get the creamy crack and go on about my day. But if it's not something I want to do, then me choosing to wear my hair in its natural quarterly state should not deem me unprofessional and I have to advocate for that as well so I I feel like those two things need to happen concurrently because these these are real issues that we face the problem for me became when we try to make Gorilla glues girl issue that issue and and I feel like it does it does us a disservice when we do simple-minded shit like that it doesn't it doesn't help us continue to advocate for black women being able to show up as black women at work when we try to stretch foolishness and align it with a real issue that persists in our communities and in our demographic rather. Um so that should really, really hit my nerves. Uh but Valerie gave this really, she gave this great um example of the many ways white corporate America loses their talent. Um, like I said, she has a lot of corporate clients also, and, and she works with them on retaining their talent. And And a lot of ways that they lose their talent is by judging what they are uncomfortable with because it's unknown to them and i think at this point again the year of our lord 2021 you being unfamiliar with what black people look like in varying ways like like in variant ways we don't all look alike like everyone's hair isn't short blonde and curly everyone's hair isn't long black and then and, and luscious everyone's not you know a, a fucking whatever the case may be you know blacks are not gingers So, like, you know, like, we come in so many styles. I feel like at this point, you've seen enough to know that. But uh, so she tells the story of one of her corporate clients. And uh, the corporate client is saying that this woman who is, you know, now in in an executive uh, position doesn't, or not executive position, I think she was, like, mid-management position, but that she doesn't fit in. This is a very common one. She doesn't fit the culture here. Is the culture work? Cause I came to work, (laughs) so, (laughs) huh? So she and and she said it more than once, and then eventually um, Valerie sat with her, and and, um, she was like, "What do you mean she doesn't fit the culture?" And every way that the woman described her not fitting the culture was aesthetics. It was all aesthetics. Oh. Her, she wears her hair this particular way. Uh, she accents her outfits in, in these particular ways. She wears this kind of jewelry, and everything about it was screaming, This is a black woman. Like, like sis shows up black every day, all day, unapologetically. I wish I knew her personally. I would send her an edible arrangement to her goddamn desk, and it would be draped in Kente. So <clears throat> Valerie says, you know, well, let's all get together. Like let me meet this woman and 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 see what's really happening here. So they they sit down, uh she she meets the woman. Valerie meets the the woman for for lunch and she's brilliant. She is brilliant. These are Valerie's actual words. That woman is brilliant. She said, uh, she had, her hair was in a natural state and I think she had like a shell in her hair or something. And she said she had some really cute, um, like, you know, African inspired earrings. She was like, honestly, I would have worn those earrings. I thought they were really cute. (laughs) And, um, she was like, you know, when I spoke to her, you know, she knows what she's talking about. She knows the, she knows the work. She knows the job. She knows what she's doing. She's a really brilliant woman. So she's, so she moves, uh, you know, she further goes on and says, you know, so when I sit down again with just, um, the executive, she said, um, <clears throat> you lose her. That's losing a lot of talent. That woman is brilliant. And because you can't get past the fact that, she looks like what she is, which is a black woman. you're saying that she doesn't fit the culture, so what is the culture? What is the culture and that's and 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 that's that's the issue all the time, not part and parcel. That is the issue in totality all the time that really what they're saying is that the culture is to look a way that's accommodating. We really don't care that you're fucking smart if you. We don't care that you're smart if you won't still comply with what we want you to look like. And and so, you know, she does a lot of work just in that space of of trying to be genuine and authentic or or teach companies how to be genuine and authentic and what diversity really is. Um at least I don't want to say at least Uh, I'll end the sentence there. She does a lot of work in trying to, you know, make it um, substantive and authentic in companies that are, you know, alleging to bring, you know, DEI into their spaces. And I just, I thought it was interesting um, because she goes on to say that she'd always wanted to be in a C-suite, you know, and she eventually, you know, she realized that the only way, Or not the only way, but the way she was really, or yeah, maybe she may have said the only way. I don't want to misquote her, um, but how I remember it is her saying that she realized, like, even as far up as she had moved, that the only way she was going to get the seat that she wanted was to create her own, and that's and then, which is why she ended up leaving the public finance place and creating her own business, which is extremely successful. Like I said, this is where the money resides, and she is the CEO. So she had to create her C suite to get it, and I mean that's going to be a real thing for a lot of us, uh myself included. um If those are the kind of seats we want, but for those of us who you know are, are still navigating nine to five corporate spaces you know that's a real thing that's a real issue that's a real that's a real piece of shit to target and then to have to have people you know trying to make it seem like gorilla glue girl is aligned to what we're going through at work is absurd like, we're not the same. We're not doing the same thing. These things are not the same. Stop the cap. Like I, I need it to stop. I cannot take it. I cannot tolerate it. I have no patience for it. Like I, I just, I'm so overwhelmed <clears throat> with people, people's comfort with the lack of intelligence. I, I, I'm overwhelmed by it and, and I'm annoyed with it. We got to stop making it okay to do stupid shit. (laughs) No, no. And at the very least, we've got to call stupid shit what stupid shit is. This is what I mean when I say we need to be whole people. We can't pretend that everything is a part of the movement. Everything isn't. This woman doing something stupid like that is not synonymous with someone who's working really hard at their job and is brilliant at their job and is in jeopardy of losing their job because someone doesn't like the natural state of their hair. Those two things are not the same. Those two things are not the same. And we devalue the real fight. We we take away from the real fight when we try to bring those things together it's stupid it's unhelpful and it speaks to a serious lack of comprehension and and i'm going to leave that i'm going to leave that right there i'm going to leave that right there because comprehension is a whole other topic that being said please do not put gorilla glue in your goddamn hair Please continue to advocate for yourself to be able to come to work as the Black woman you are and not needing to whitewash your look in any way that you are not comfortable whitewashing your look. Um, yeah. And until next time. Oh, I almost forgot to remind you, if you haven't caught your Black Girl SRS merch, make sure you do com Follow us on Instagram at blackgirlsos, girl Girl with a Y, not with an I, and the link is in the bio to everything you need so that you can catch the podcast on any platform that you prefer and access to the merch. Until next time, y'all have a good one. Peace.